0: Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC, right out the gate. My regards to you and your loved ones. Tomorrow is promised to no one. Live your life with the glasses always half full rather than half empty. Unfortunately, we remain on this emotional life or death roller coaster of COVID-19. Please be safe and protect yourself, especially look out for the elderly and our children. Right now, I want you to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Imagine dealing with COVID as a business owner, forced to completely shut down for months, lay off employees that are like family members and have been with you for years, and in some cases, losing everything you have put your life into building up your business, in fact, not being able to pay your mortgage, because your business is going down the tubes. Imagine that. And now, government, the city of New York, tells you it's your responsibility to be the vaccine police. In other words, it's your responsibility to card people at the door and see proof that the person— has received their vaccine, and for violations, your business will face a hefty fine. Joining me now is a small business owner. His name is Jeffrey Garcia, the owner of the French Montemore Coffee and Wine Cafe in the Riverdale section of the Bronx at 234 West 238th Street. He is also the president of the New York State Latino Restaurant, Bar, and Lounge Association. We profiled your business months ago, Mr. Garcia, and things were kind of tough financially. How is your business doing now?
1: Hi, Dominic. Thank you for having me. Um, the business is still not back. I would say we were about maybe 75, 80 percent um, until the mayor came down with this mandate, as you mentioned. Um and turning restaurants and small cafes like mine into the vaccine police of New York City. Um, In addition to owning the place in the Bronx, we also opened up during the pandemic, a place in Washington Heights called Wahiza Mon Amour. It's uh, the same concept as the French uh, style uh, cafe, in addition to some wonderful artisanal pizza. So post the post the mayor's um mandate we've been getting a lot of phone calls where people like well what if i don't have the vaccine you know are you gonna let me in and we've been telling folks listen until september 13th we can let you in right but you need to start preparing for the fact that after that date i can get a fine for letting you in and you will need to have your vaccine I understand my association, me, we're pro vaccine. We understand people should get vaccinated. Obviously we understand that, you know, it, it does help. I personally have been vaccinated. I personally got COVID in the beginning of the pandemic in March of 2020 um, and family members have gotten it and have gotten the vaccine and we're all fine. So we definitely understand the reasoning behind getting the vaccine, however, making restaurants the vaccine police, we understood was not the way to go. We recently started a pilot program with the city of New York, where we set up vaccine locations outside of our restaurants. And we have shown the mayor that this works when you bring community businesses and the city together on a local level we can get people vaccinated. We were a big part of that 107,000 people getting vaccinated last week in New York City. Just by putting these places outside of our restaurants and making our restaurant owners engaged with the community and this vaccine project. So we understand that that is the way we get out of this. Not making us the vaccine police, not making us have confrontations With customers who, for whatever reason, medical, religious, have not gotten vaccinated, probably will not get vaccinated. And now we will not be able to allow them into our places. We will suffer.
0: So put on your hat as the president of the association. How are you and your members going to deal with being the vaccine police? And in the past, uh, your organization so strongly believes in your life, life or death survival that you guys, you folks, the men and women, the business owners, you sued uh, Mayor de Blasio and uh, then Governor Cuomo over COVID. So how are you going to roll all of this up into a ball and deal with
1: this? Well, we have looked into the possible um, lawsuit again. Right now, we haven't found a good avenue to go as of yet. But again, making us the vaccine police, making us fire employees who do not get vaccinated after the 13th is something very difficult to do. You know, these are folks that have worked with many of our owners their whole lives. And to tell them that as of the 13th of this month, if they do not get vaccinated, they will not be able to continue to work. That is unfortunate. Most of my restaurants in my association do not have a maitre d, do not have the manpower, the know-how, the experience to do this vaccine police. We don't have hosts in all of our restaurants. All of our restaurants are not Danny Meyer locations you know, that have uh, a maitre at the door, a host seating people, that have the capacity and the manpower to do this. Most of his clients do get vaccinated. It's The problem is in the inner cities, in our low-income areas, where we see that most people are not vaccinated. And that creates a confrontation between the restaurant owners, employees, and our customers.
0: Mr. Garcia, are you going to be able to survive financially given covid at your at your uh, businesses what does your heart tell you
1: well it's going to be very hard um dominic we, we, we're going to have to struggle through this and one of the, one of the ways that we could have and has helped some but the, the the majority have not been helped by this is if the government the federal government passes Um, the RRF um, funds, they need to inject the RRF, the restaurant revitalization fund with money to replenish the funds that are needed to cover those applications that are in that system. I was one of the ones left out um, and could really, really, that could determine the survival of many businesses because it helps them get back to pre-pandemic type numbers if they can get those funds. So we need the federal government at the Senate level, Congress to come together, Republican and Democrats and say, you know what? Let's fund this program again, because it works. It's unfortunate that the Peter Lugers and many of the high-end places got up to $5 million and small restaurants and small neighborhoods didn't get anything. And that is a very difficult pill to swallow.
0: Now, wait a minute, Mr. Garcia. You, didn't, you and your members didn't receive anything from these COVID dollars
1: to, to help businesses? No, no. We, some, some restaurants did. But the, 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 the way the program should have worked was that in the first 14 days, it was supposed to be specifically for um, WMBE um, type candidates you know, women, uh, minority business owners. Um, And then within those 14 days, the funds already had been exhausted. So where did those funds go? When the names of the places where those funds came out, uh, went to, we saw places like Peter Luger and other locations, high-end locations receiving these funds. Meanwhile, small mom-and-pop places were left out. And this is all because the funds ran out. And we understand, and we have no problem with everyone getting funded, but these small mom and pop places should have been funded first. And at this time, what needs to happen is for them to replenish money into these, uh, into that fund, so that these restaurants can get the money that they desperately need, especially now with this mandate that the mayor has put on us.
0: We we need you, Mr. Garcia, in concluding this, and I'm gonna. Uh, I'll, I have one follow up question, but. I I want you right now to speak from the heart. Perhaps there's something that I haven't asked you that you want folks uh, to be aware of as a small business owner. And you have a remarkable story yourself, a former police officer putting your life on the line. And then you decided to make the leap. You believed in yourself enough to open up a small business. And now your back is completely against the wall. Is there something that you want to say that perhaps I have not asked you that you feel needs to go on the record?
1: it um i think you know we've pretty much said it all but i i just really would like people to understand that we want people to continue visiting their local restaurants um obviously right now we don't know what's going to happen between now and the 13th if you can get vaccinated get vaccinated so that we can possibly move on from this pandemic but really a lot of local businesses are struggling a lot of local restaurants are struggling and we need you to be able to survive we want to serve you we want to be there for you and most of all we want our employees to come back because many of our employees also in addition to the financial help that they've been receiving through biden's um act they've been receiving funds and a lot of employees also have opted to stay home in many of these uh, moments, because they're making as much or more staying home than coming to work. So we really need our employees to come back and realize, you know what, that there is going to be a necessity even after those funds run, run out. And we want you guys to come back and help us call out of this uh, hole together.
0: Mr. Garcia, I I know that you are a proud man, and you may not be interested in this, but the first time that you joined us on WABC Radio, we received enormous telephone calls where folks wanted to come to your establishment to show support uh, and buy items, coffee or wine, or sit down and have a Danish. Uh, Folks also stepped up and wanted to help in other ways. So I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this question. Tell us right now, how can people contact you how can they reach you
1: directly well real quickly remember Dominic I told you the second time we spoke that there was a wonderful young lady that sent me nine dollars um, and a beautiful letter you know saying how you know she wished she had more to help but you know hopefully this helps with something and it was just an amazing thing to receive that letter from that, uh, that young lady so hopefully if she's listening thank you again and you'll never be forgotten um, so, yes, we want people to come to our place, Mona Moore Coffee and Wine, 234 West 238th Street, 718 708 7804 is the phone number. Um, you can contact me direct as well at Mona Moore Coffee Wine at gmail.com, Mona Moore Coffee Wine at gmail.com. And I would love to have you guys there. would love you to come over, Dominic. Maybe we can do a show there, a podcast. Let me know.
0: It sounds like a great idea. Hey, man, the bottom line is we believe in you, I believe in you, and I think your business is going to make it. And we hope that the members of your association, that they're able to hang on and survive as well. Jeffrey Garcia, thank you so much for joining us.
1: And one last thing, come to our pizza shop at 4455 Broadway in Washington Heights. We have great artisanal pizza, very um uh we have our favorite which is called our chimi pizza a very popular pie so come and try it it's an amazing dominican style pizza
0: Thank you Jeffrey Garcia the owner of the French Monomore Coffee and Wine Cafe located at 234 West 238th Street in the Riverdale section of the Bronx. Jeffrey Garcia is also president of the New York State Latino Restaurant Bar and Lounge Association. Folks, I really want to hear from you. You can reach out to me at Twitter on Twitter at Dominic TV, Dominic TV, Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV, Dominic Carter TV. Please Please email me your thoughts and comments to dominic.carter at wabcradio.com, dominic.carter at wabcradio.com. I will be using your comments and your emails for this podcast. I may even use them on the radio. And of course, you can catch me on the radio or listen online. That's weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m., midnights to 1 a.m., and I always, always will tell Take your live telephone calls. I'll see you the next week, and please stay safe.